hello, everyone, and welcome again to our Sam's uh, 10-Minute Tuesdays with my co-host, Joe Templin. Thank you. Always a pleasure to have you on board. Uh, we talked uh, last week, uh, I think it was last week, week before, about, about the, having a, the value of a culture of excellence. Uh, and I, I think that uh, that was a phrase that, uh, that, or a topic, I should say, that we addressed many years ago. Really, the culture is the solution in many ways. Uh, it's beyond that you got to set the stage uh, you know the old uh, uh the fish stinks in the head down <laughs> you yep. know uh yeah we really there's nothing probably nothing more paramount to a successful organization than somebody you know being uh being a good leader good leadership because everybody tries to is going to follow that leader and i know that frankly i when i uh, stepped away from the company for a while and and didn't delegate leadership the, the company faltered and i i learned the hard way and it doesn't matter sometimes how well you know this stuff, but it's just be reminded and, and to be reminded of the basics. But but uh, Joe, you have a, a lot of great ideas to share on this this uh, this topic. Uh, please do share. Okay, and really excellence over time gets baked into the DNA of the organization. Think of Duke basketball. Okay? They might not win the national championship every year. They might not get the best recruits every year. But year after year after year, decade after decade, they're there. They're successful. And there's a prestige around it. Same thing with Alabama football at this point. Okay? Same thing with a lot of the more well-known agencies across the country in our field. There is a culture of excellence that becomes self-perpetuated. And you know, I don't care if you're a managing partner, a general agent, a managing director, you know, field director. I don't care if you're a sales manager. I don't care if you're a rep with a couple of part-time assistants working with you. You are part of the leadership and you have your own distinct culture. And as Peter Drucker says, culture trumps strategy. Because once somebody walks in the door, they understand that they are there to be successful that they're gonna be given the resources to be successful and they have an expectation to give of themselves, not just in terms of their performance, but in terms of helping others. You know, it's the Yankee way. You put on the pinstripes and guess what? You're expected to win a championship. You're expected to not have long hair. You're expected to be a model citizen. You're expected to be a Yankee. And that goes through every single individual, whether it is you know, the star with a big contract like Aaron Judd, all the way down through the minor leagues. You get drafted by them, you're going to start learning about the Yankee way because it works. It's success over and over and over again. So building a culture of excellence requires a lot of different things. One, there has to be a support team. Okay, really, that is management's job. When I first started getting into management, you know, long ago when dinosaurs roamed the earth, I was told that management is the black velvet that lets the diamonds shine. Okay? It is there not to aggrandize itself, but to make others better, to make the organization go. And if that happens, then the manager is going to hit their goals and win the accolades and be profitable and all that sort of stuff. By being other focused as opposed to self-focused, the manager is going to be able to be ultimately successful. And that idea, that embodiment of getting others to be successful 
in making sure that every single individual in that organization knows their success is on them, but also they're responsible for the success of other individuals, that they were mentored up. And so they owe that to the next generation, that their peers help them because iron sharpens iron and challenges each other and makes each other better. That is the responsibility of every individual within this organization. We all carry our own weight and we need to be responsible and ready to help everybody else with theirs if they're having a bad day at home, they're going through a divorce, there's a sickness, you know, something like that. We need to be ready to step up and assist the others. And that culture is going to ultimately be incredibly successful. So you become the support team, but it needs to go beyond that. You know, a lot of sales managers say, okay, you gotta go do X. And they might give some support, but you know, they check in with those uh, individuals three weeks later when it's too late. End of the month. Oh, you know, you're not gonna hit your you know sales goal for the month, which ends tomorrow, as opposed to inspecting what they expect, which goes back to Sam USA. Hey, you wanna write $20,000 of production this month? That's 5,000 a month, a week. That's a thousand a day. What activities do you need to do today to be doing that. Okay, you didn't do those activities yesterday. What can I do to assist you? How can I help you do what you need to do? But if you're not checking the numbers on a regular basis, it's not gonna help. And leadership should lead by example. I remember when I was a relatively new rep that we'd have our weekly activity review and every one of the first two year agents would be putting their numbers up. And there were fifth year agents putting their numbers up. And it inspired me. So 10, 15 years in the business, when I was in management, I would still put my numbers up every single week with the newer reps. And my numbers tend to be better. I'm like, look, guys, ladies, I'm doing it. You can do it too. Let me help you. And if there was a week where my numbers were not that great, I expected them to you know, get on my case because that way we could assist each other. That way we could force each other to grow. And so every single day I posted my numbers. So it was a real short cycle. They would see me post my phoning numbers every single morning so that everybody in the organization, the new people knew I was doing what I was supposed to and I would stay on their back about doing it too. So that creates that culture of excellence where everybody is supporting and pushing each other to be productive. And if you do that, ultimately the entire organization is gonna succeed and management can change their focus a little bit on guidance as opposed to motivation. Yeah, that, you know, great points. And I think we talked, we're going to talk about the value of uh, culture of excellence today. I think uh, next week we should talk about how to create that culture. Uh, and that idea. Because I, I love your, you know, you're talking about the Yankees. By the way, I was named after Mickey Mantle. I, I get it. I was, you know, that, a certain image. Uh, Northwestern Mutual has a certain culture to them that's been uh, around for forever. Uh, and they have things, they do things to, to make that happen. Uh, the, the, the Texas pride has a way of keep on continuing to exist because of things they do to make it happen. But same is true with like Southwest Airlines, which I'll share ne with next time. I have an autograph book from the uh, founder uh, right here. Cool. Uh, and uh, and the, uh, yeah, there, there are certain things these companies do that, that other companies don't. And whether it's about, about an airlines or about the insurance industry, uh, uh, of course, Kinder Brothers wrote about it. Uh, Phil Richards wrote about it. 
Uh, Al Granham wrote about it. Uh, w. Clint Stone wrote about it. But next week, let's talk a little more about how to create that culture of excellence that we all know is so important uh, for an organization. And then how to, not only how to create it, but how to sustain it. That is the big thing. Because all too often we see organizations that are successful from one leader, but that does not pass down to the next generation of leadership. And you brought up Phil Richardson. I mean, Ed Deutschlander has taken over that organization. I've known Eddie for, I don't know, geez, 20 years. And, you know, Eddie actually studies the Yankees as to how they have success year after year, generation after generation. And that has influenced him and having the great mentor in Phil Richardson in how they have been able to be successful, incredibly successful over 20, 30 years. Right. Because it's the culture, not the person flying the big desk. That's right. The culture is a solution. And when it comes to sales, what do we always say? Sales is an activity game. And introductions let you win that game every single day. Absolutely. See you next week.